I am not Wayne. <laughs> no, he is not. I'm Wayne, and it's good to be back on this damn thing and stop you insulting me from the last podcast. I appreciate uh, that. Well, you are a pussy. You are a pussy. Thank and you were being a pussy. And oh, fuck you. So, so anyway, maybe, maybe I'm Wayne. Sack up. I'm Rob. That's Rob. This is the annoying I'm not, I'm Adam. Not, I'm not Wayne. No, he's not Wayne. And I'm today we have Wayne. a very special guest, Mr. Lewis Allman. That's right. For those of you who don't know, Lewis is a writer. He has several books on the market right now. So, Louis, how's it been going? Pretty good. How's everything going with the writing and stuff? Have you been doing okay? Or? Yeah, yeah, good. Right now I'm in the middle of a um, vampire series I'm writing called The Anti-Vampire Tale. Uh, the first two are out. And actually what's going on now is um, talking with my hands, even though, you know, there's no video. That's okay. You can do Can't that. Can't help it. We do it all the time. Yeah. But, he uh, jerks me off usually. <laughs> the middle of it, so. That's right. Uh, <laughs> right now we're working on a video series, uh, me reading the book, but there's a lot of it, you know, cutting other videos, and there's a border, and there's an intro and outro, which is the first music I've gotten to record in a long time, so that was fun. Uh, yeah. And um, so yeah, it's, it's it's cool. The trick to it, you know, I'm well aware nobody wants to watch me read for seven minutes. So it's I, I don't know. To a lot of other I do. Stuff, so. I would watch you read for seven minutes. <laughs> I wish someone would read to me. Fuck, I'd watch it all this, day long. Fuck this podcast. Let's just do that. Let's just read. Come on. Tell us a story, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> can I breathe heavy while you're reading? <laughs> is it that kind of vampire book? You know, it's, what's funny is um, <laughs> the difference between MySpace and Facebook is uh, back in the MySpace days, you actually, you know, occasionally would get a, a vulgar email from somebody you don't know, you know, asking you to read to them while other activities are going on. And uh, <laughs> Facebook, it doesn't really happen. Say, you know? uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't believe well, I've never had that before. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm just, I'm, that's interesting. I kind of wish it had. I've been like, yeah. What were you posting on MySpace that made people do this? Uh, actually, you can go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all still sitting there, unless if they deleted my account. Did, did you make any money on it? Uh, yeah, uh, MySpace actually, uh, as cheesy as it was, and as much as people like to make fun of it, it, it was good for finding an audience. I love MySpace. Yeah, I did too. I liked your space better than my space. Really? <laughs> that's, that's because I had awesome music. And you did. Killer Man, that was the best thing. I wish you could do that with Facebook. Right. Yeah, but they uh, customize, customize Facebook a little bit better than you could with. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a blank page. Yeah, and I don't uh, I don't really like most of the music a lot of my friends listen to. I don't I don't need to turn on like their page and listen to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Oh, I used to jam out to other people's pages all the time. It was awesome. Yeah, I got it. I found a couple of bands I didn't know about through other people's pages. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Well, this book. Um, what else? What else can you tell us about without giving out you know way too much? Uh, that is for sale. Yeah, and people should buy it. Um, the reason for the title uh, is something that, um, especially I was at a convention recently, people asked that a lot, like, why would you call it the anti-vampire tale? Like, well, it's a vampire story, but it's not like a sparkly kind of a thing, so I wanted the title to reflect it was something different. And was that a Twilight reference? It was, I think. Uh, yeah, and kind of the idea, which too, was uh, the main vampire character is like to what the other vampires are, like to what an anti-hero would be to a hero, so that. Oh, cool. Kind of the thought process. Um, set in New Orleans. Um, that's actually, weird. <laughs> I said, yeah, I set all my books in New Orleans. Uh, what the hell? And uh, usually my car's actually been in uh, all four books I've written so far. Nice, so nice. Pulling a, a Sam Raimi there. It must be a really <laughs> small car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which page is it on? Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, huh? See, <laughs> this is this is the second uh, in the series, right? That you're writing now. Right. There's going to be at least three, and then there's one of the characters. Her name's Maxine, and she's um, got a lot of attitude. So I think I'm going to write a uh, 
a solo book for her, and I don't know if I'm going to set it before or after or in the middle. Oh, that's cool. But I uh, wasn't planning on it, but uh, I just found that I liked writing her character. Right. I like I like spinoff books that, that occur in the events of other things. Like I, I uh, if you've ever read That Was Then, This Is Now, which occurs kind of partially during The Outsiders, like towards the tail end. Yeah. But it was even though it was a completely separate book, like it was just kind of neat to get those connections. And, like oh, I remember what that that's when that happened. I did read that one. I remember liking it a lot. I read a book one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm betting it wasn't the Bible. I I don't know, ah! but I, I found their I found their phone number really quick. Really, really, uh. <laughs> the white pages. You <laughs> why are they called the white pages? That sounds racist to me. I don't know. Uh, why is it racist? Well, They've got black writing like, all over it. Well, yeah, but technically, if you if it's black pages, you couldn't see the writing unless you because they don't print unless white. you used white letters, which then you would be <laughs> abusing the black pages. With your exactly, we'll move on. Yeah, okay, let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like what the fuck am I? But anyway, how how was the uh, the trip to LA? Uh, it was cool. Um, I averaged one speeding ticket for every two thousand miles I drove. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> I, got, I, I hope the the, uh, the the amount of stuff you sold there fixed those tickets for you. Uh, yeah, it, it helps. Uh, <laughs> but the, um, I guess the cool thing is I, I was pulled over four times and only got two tickets. So oh, that's not that's, so bad. That's, you know, yeah. not too bad. But New Mexico yeah. is a speed trap from border to border. So you ever oh, go man. You, there? You drove, you drove to L.A.? That's crazy. Yeah, I had a, I was actually just about to book my flight, and then I looked into how much are they going to charge me to bring books with me. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, if, and to go without books or go with a handful of books is kind of a waste. So Right. I don't know. I think next time I'm just going to find a friend in, in L.A. and ship the books to them. I even looked into that, and that would have been like a grand to ship the books back and forth. Wow. Wow, man. That's a lot. Yeah, books are heavy. Yeah. You should just print all your books on USB drives. They're a lot lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, there you go. Plug that in. Yeah. Put it out. Sixty bucks. Why so? <laughs> because look, you get a USB. Did, did collectible. Stan, did Stanley tell you Excelsior? <laughs> Actually, uh, I didn't even uh, see him. Uh, that's one of the downsides of um, being at a con is you're kind of stuck at your table if you're doing your job. <laughs> you can't really do. Shit. Uh, I mean, some people do. They'll leave their table for a few hours and come back, but it's like you never know who could have came by. You know, it could have been a lot of people who would have not only picked up what you got out now, but followed you later on. So it's. Sure. I kind of feel like you're there. You need to be working. Well, but it's that's hard, why, you know. Yeah. What's well, a messed up work ethic? Uh, you should hire a hobo. Just give him a chicken sandwich to watch your table. Hire a hobo. That's great. <laughs> yeah, have him sit there. They, he, he's dropping peanuts. shit all over your books. <laughs> he's giving. He's selling. You know, you trade books for beer. You get back. He's fucked up. Laying <laughs> on the ground. You know, all your books are torn. But on the bright side, it gets you a lot of attention when the ambulance shows up. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm counting scabs. You this do it. awesome. <laughs> I did see Elvira with her makeup off. Oh, really? How does she look? She actually looks great. Yeah. I heard today that she's got she's got another new show, and uh, they uh, she was talking about she's uh, she doesn't have any cleavage now in her new outfit. And the radio disc jockey that, that was talking about it was like, why? We used to look at Elvira for her cleavage. Well, she's 61 now. Like, they're down to her knees. Like, you really, like, that's a, there's, that's a lot shirt. of cleavage. That's a low-cut shirt. <laughs> yeah. But she's got, um, she's got a house over on this island, too, that she comes to probably about, I don't know, maybe two months a year. Just kind of cool. You see her every once in a while out here. Is that the island? I can't give out my specific location, but it's yeah. on... 
It's in North Carolina. But if you fly, but if you fly an EMP pulse will knock down your airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else cool happening out in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is my first time driving across country. So, uh, you know, I've been there once or twice on little short trips. But, uh, you know, it, it's kind of cool being from New Orleans, driving through mountains and, you know, seeing the Red Rock and all that stuff. It's it's cool to see different scenery. You know, on the way home, it was different. I drove home in two days. I was like, hell with this. I'm done. And uh, Usually usually on trips, it takes longer to get there than it does to get home. It seems that way. It's the same amount of distance, but it just seems so much quicker. Yeah, yeah. You're so ready. It's, you know, just like the end of a show, you know, when you're done playing, you just want to grab your gear and get the hell out of there. Loading yeah. up wasn't too bad, but getting home is miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Especially when you have to bring your shit back somewhere to unload and put it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, things have been good. Um, the Vampire Ball, uh, the Anne Rice uh, Vampire Lestat fan club ball they do every year, they do that with, uh, they've got a con they've been doing um, during the day around the ball. Uh, that's coming up uh, the end of next week, uh, the cool. 26th, 27th. And uh, they're really cool people. It's a lot of fun. Does she still have that same old house? No. Uh, she, I thought she sold that. The one that was the, the school or whatever, no, she doesn't have that anymore. Oh. I think I saw something on Facebook. She owns a condo, but she's looking to get a different condo. So I think she's coming back to the area. Is it is it an evil condo? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I would guess it should be. <laughs> I don't know if it is, but it should be. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever met her? Talked to her personally? Um, I talked to her through email just once, and uh, it was at the the end of the. Um, they had me as a special guest last year, and after it was over, I just sent her a message and told her, "Hey, you know, thanks for." You know, without your books and your fan club, I wouldn't be here, and this was a great event for me. And she responded to me, like, the next day. She was very nice. Oh, that's cool. So, I, I didn't know if you ever got to meet her in person or whatever, you know, because I know she doesn't really make appearances too much anymore. She, not she's she's, she's kind of to herself. Yeah. I guess she doesn't really need to at this point. If she puts out a book, people already know about it. Right, so they're going to buy it. She probably picks what events she wants to do for fun, and I guess, you know, you're in that luxury. <laughs> yeah. But uh, last year, the um, they had uh, a lot of guests together at the Holland Wolf, and you know, you know, Buddy and I used to play in bands together, and that was the first time I was ever like in a VIP room there. <laughs> and I was like, it's funny, I'm here with a band for years, and you know, come in the front door like everybody else and push through the crowd, and yeah. you know, for this thing. Uh, Ooh, you got a fancy scene. And uh, Laurel K. Hamilton was there. She was the big guest who does the Anita Blake Vampire series, and her bodyguard was standing there, and. Um, <laughs> He was checking, like, everybody's like past. He wasn't an employee. It was, like, her bodyguard took it upon himself to make sure the VIP room was in order. And I guess she needs to. You know, there's, there's crazy people out there. But uh, well, I guess, like, really rabid fans or something. It was I funny. Mean, I mean, like, this yeah. guy, like, looked like he could be a bodyguard in a movie. Like, he, he, his <laughs> role, like, was, was dead Standing on. Standing there, like, with his arms folded. Yeah, you know, he had a coat and a tie and everything, oh, you know, yeah. it was like... <laughs> it was like, really? I mean, if he couldn't, like, break a lot of people in half, I'd have been disappointed. You know, he looked <laughs> like he could. <laughs> did, you, did you ask him to? Huh? Were you just like, hey, why don't you, why don't you fuck up that dude over there just, just once? Just I, I didn't get right. the impression he really wanted to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, um, I, I have to admit, uh... Why did you, did you rub his shoulders? Nah. <laughs> like, hey, but, um, you look tense. <laughs> But all the guests were really cool, you know, like, uh, I met Laurel K. Hamilton, and, like, a half an hour later, I talked to her for maybe five or ten minutes, her and her husband, and, like, a half an hour later, I was walking by the bar, just like, hey, Louie, you know, and, I mean, I thought it was cool she took the time to remember who you were, somebody's yeah. name, yeah, because, you know, I mean, she's not going to gain anything from me, 
you know, so I thought it was cool that, you know, they were very personable. Very nice. It's good when you meet, you know, meet somebody that's got some notoriety and they're not a total dick. Yeah, that's really what I loved about the ball. And, you know, they asked me to uh, come back this year and I'll keep coming back as long as they ask me because it's fun and they're nice people. And that's a hard combination to, to find all the time. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, if you don't become a dick, I mean, what's the fun in that? Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't isn't that the whole reason to become famous? Just to tell all your your friends and loved ones to go fuck themselves and never really <laughs> like them? Like yeah, look what I did, bitch. You should pull straws every year. One person's got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually a good idea. So, yeah, all right. For Christmas, you, I would just send pictures of me swimming in my pool next to like the expensive prostitutes. <laughs> or or you laying in a big bed of money, you know, some shit naked. like that, naked, yeah. But yeah. with the dollars covering, tastefully. No, well, not dollars, man. You put like a Christmas wreath or something. That way it'd be like, you know, that's your Christmas car. <laughs> you got like, you know, you do a different one. I don't really have enough to hang it. But you think that would work as a band gimmick if one of the members had a freak out at every show and like you just rolled dice for it? Or <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Pull straws. Who gets the freak out tonight? <laughs> Almost like, you know, uh, oh, my God, they kill Kenny. Like, somebody in the band gets punched every week, and it's a different <laughs> member of the band that gets mad and punches him that, every week. That would really suck. <laughs> that happens anyway if you introduce enough alcohol. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, Most bands will fight in the back. If the audience would even know so <laughs> if you have enough of the same people every week to get it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they would, they would just kind of, man, these guys are... Why do they keep beating the hell out of each other? Because it's funny. Exactly. So anything else going on, Luke? I'm going to start on the uh, third book in the Vampire series soon. Um, oh, so you're on the third book, not the second one. Yeah, the second okay, book's okay, called but... Bloodlines. It's been out, um, came out in early February. Okay. And um, really looking forward to getting the video series out there. Uh, it's coming together. I really like the way it looks so far, so I'm happy with that. And, uh, you know, hopefully people will like it. Cool. Where can people buy your stuff, man? Oh, uh, any bookstore on Earth can order it. Uh, my first book's a horror novel. It's a revenge uh, story, kind of like The Crow, uh, violent uh, death scenes. Um, it's called Cold Streak. I, Second, I've actually read that one. That was really good. Oh, thanks, buddy. And uh, second one is uh, Faces in Time. It's time travel. And then the other two uh, is the anti-vampire tale, and then Bloodlines, which is the second book in the series. And uh, if I ever get through all of that, I've had plans for like a, vig- a realistic vigilante series, kind of like Batman without the money. And uh, Batman I've got without the money. Four or five books planned out for that. And he I've was got just a man. Series. <laughs> yeah, he's not Batman. He's just man. Right, just man. <laughs> I'm just man. I'm broke man. Broke, broke man. Broken, broken. Broke man, uh, me too, man. But, but yeah, the, um, so, you know, if I ever get through all of those, uh, that and I've got a fantasy series planned out, you know, it'd probably take me eight or nine years to get through all of that. So. Oh, same, man, you got a lot of work planned out. Yeah, you know. That's it's good. good, though. It's better than, you know, half the things that I do. Oh, but you ask where to get it. Um, always in stock at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, in print, Kindle, Nook. It's an iStore. Uh, any bookstore on Earth can get the books for you. They just may not be on the shelf already. Oh, okay, okay. Pretty cool. And we'll have, uh, like, do you have any, like, website or anything that we can link you to from, from our podcast and stuff that we... Yeah, sure. Uh, my website's lewisalleman.com. It's L-E-W-I-S-A-L-E-M-A-N. And uh, I've got a YouTube and all that stuff, but I'll send it to you when that video yeah, series gets posted. It should be next week or the week after. Okay. Yeah, send it to me. I'll, I'll put it all on our podcast when we release it. Awesome. Thanks. You know, uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but uh, whenever I think of you, I think of, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was two free comic book days past because you've often done free comic book day over at BSI. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to you, I remember, and there was was this lady there who did not read comics or anything like that, but she ran uh, a shelter for, I think it was 
mentally handicapped kids, but it might have been like a crazy house or something like that. Uh, and she was walking around, and you were kind enough to have, like, you brought a few copies of your first book to give out to people and just give them a sample of your work. And I remember the chick walks over to your table, and she's like, well, I'll just take two. <laughs> really? Right. She was like, "Well, it's not for me. It's for the children." You're for <laughs> uh, It sounds familiar. Yeah. It, just, it just made me like, like, "It was like seriously, lady." It's like, for the children, right? Well, actually, was, I think one was got, for the kids and one was for her. And you're like, "Wait, like, it's got graphic death scenes in it." It's for the children. Right. It's for the, it's for the children. Right, okay. Yeah, I tell she people, probably beat them with it. It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it's with children. Yeah, um, yeah especially uh, when I first first book came out. Like, I still talk at schools and stuff, but I was doing it a lot back then. And um, one of the first groups I talked to is my niece and, niece and nephew's class. And they were in the fifth or sixth grade at the time. And they were all asking about the book. And I was like, well, really, you, you really should be like 13 to read it. And it's not like it's, you know, it's not. They're like, you can't boss me around, old man. Right. <laughs> you know, my dad <laughs> smokes. And Wait, I, are you my dad? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I heard from my niece and nephew, a lot of them had it at school and were reading I'm like, well, I warned them, you know, I did all I could do. Because <laughs> it's, it's not like it's a dirty book, it's just dark. Right, right, right. That's good. We need some more dark stuff in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like it's the law of Hamilton with the sex, with sexiness and sex. <laughs> <laughs> really? I've never read anything. She I haven't either, but i got an ex-girlfriend that tells me about it. She's like, yeah, so this bear was fucking a gnome. And I'm like, what the fuck are you reading? A bear was fucking a gnome? No. Oh, a fairy. fairy. Oh, a fairy. How'd you hear bear? I don't know. You were looking at Yeah, I'm here. telling you, he's deaf. It's a big brown bear. <laughs> I swear, it sounded like you said a bear was fucking a gnome. I'm like, that has to be uncomfortable. I'm sure that happened. Louis trying to picture it. Wouldn't <laughs> a bear to a gnome be about the same size of a gnome to a fairy? I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, just well, a bear to a gnome. I guess you use the, the gnome. See, there's this, uh, Wait, is this like seven degrees yeah. of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, exactly. I don't so know. anyway, so you were talking to the children and getting to oh. reach your, <laughs> yeah, your, uh, your your vicious, violent, sexual sexy sexy <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was uh, telling them about that, and uh, you know, to make it, it to make sure that um, you know they had their parents check it out, or you know, wait till they're thirteen to, to read it. But uh, you know, that you probably should say the opposite. Yeah, to that, to that yeah. age group, you should probably say you know, you should be like, this, this is really geared towards sixty-eight year olds. Yeah, and they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, you tell a kid they can't have something, I, you know, that's probably the best marketing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> or which or, wasn't my intention. Or you tell them, okay, well, it's it's really geared towards 13-year-olds. You can read it, but you have to do a, a book report on it afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be it. They wouldn't read it. It's a lot of fun, you know. I mean, I miss teaching because I've been writing full-time for, I guess, five years now. And uh, it's cool because I get to go for one day, and I don't really need to prepare because I already know what I'm, you know, know what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot That's of this. A lot of the same stuff applies to music or whatever you're trying to make money on creatively, so it works out. Did you ever have to beat any of them? <laughs> no, I did tell one of them really quietly because I knew their disciplinarian's name, and I knew I know her, and she's really cool. And I said, you know, Mrs. So-and-so said I could light you on fire if you got out of hand. really kind of calm and quiet and didn't smile. And I think it took her a little while to figure out I was joking, but you know she was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I, think that's uh, I love the idea that a child thought you needed permission to light them on fire. <laughs> yeah, as if there's a license. Or like, something. Yeah, they said it's a look. See, here's the kid license. Like, set on fire. Like I was gonna light you on fire, but I asked Mrs. Johnson, and she said I can't. <laughs> she so. said no, not today. Dems the rules. 
what you can do. Well, uh, you have anything else to promote or anything else, Lou? You want to stick around with us while we bullshit about whatever else we're going to bullshit about? Yeah, I'll hang out. I'll probably uh, keep quiet unless if I've uh, got. Oh no, you got. Uh, you're going to have to spit up something. Jack. I'm sure. Rum, you got anything to talk about? Um, the only thing I was going to talk about was uh, has anybody seen the new uh, television show, The Arrow? No, I haven't uh, watched that yet. I skipped it. Did you? Did you watch it? I did, and I'm 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 surprised. It's good. Well, it's on the CW, so it can't be that good. Well, I tell you what, you know, I was thinking I was going to be another cape. Which, you know, I watched the cape because it was something different at the time. It wasn't great. Well, this is actually pretty good. I was like, wow. But the the thing that I've I've noticed about it is the uh, comparison. There's so many similarities to the Arrow as there is to uh, the Dark Knight series. So uh, I'm not giving anything really away. It's uh, premise, real quick. Spoiled, rich, socialite. Loses uh, his parents. Yeah, loses parents one way or another. Um, then all of a sudden he, he goes comes back after a long trip, a long time of being away. Oh, yeah, and, away. and then he, he goes to see his girlfriend, who's a lawyer with the district attorney's office. Really? Yeah. I'm like, this is the same thing. <laughs> She's Whoa. going after the bad guys, and he's trying to protect her, and he's going after the bad guys. Yeah, kind of like a complete ripoff. Um, well, Green Arrow's always more or less been Batman, but with a bow and arrow. Batman light, basically. Yeah, uh, they around the seventies they turned him to like super hippie, like like really? he, he became just like the voice of <laughs> he was like liberal hey, America. Hey, dude, don't do that. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. Um, Shoot the green man. The, uh, the green arrow for a reason. The attorney thing probably is ripped off of the uh, Nolan's Batman films because Dinah Lance is a uh, black canary in the comics. She's not a lawyer. She's She actually would beat the fuck out of Ollie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she, she's considered like one of the great martial artists of the DCU. <laughs> but uh, but here she's she's pretty. She's a pretty one. Well, he's, he's got a uh, he he's pretty? got a nemesis right now. It's uh, a a white haired judo chick who's uh, uh, an assassin for the triad. Zaylot. <laughs> so I mean I mean there's just a lot of weird similarity. There's a big uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, a oh, big box oh. scene. Oh, is 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 the is the assassin's name Rose by any chance? Uh, we haven't got to the name yet. I'll but she does wear red a lot. It's probably Deathstroke's daughter. Oh. Deathstroke well, there you go. Deathstroke. 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 Oh, Deathstroke. Oh, Deathstroke. I thought you see uh, who's deaf now, motherfucker. Look at a bigger speaker. <laughs> I was like, Deathstroke's got a daughter. I was like, I have to ask Louie. That's one. what I heard, too. I wanted to find out. <laughs> Deathstroke does have a daughter. Louie's a big G.I. Joe fan. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that from the shirt. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> it was just like, I got, I, I, I stabbed a homo. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, that's what that's Louie, what are you doing? You burn kids and stab them. Well, it does have its mind. He's just like, I stabbed a hobo and took got this off of him. Oh, I, I, got you. I didn't realize what it was. I just thought it was badass. Stabbing hobo. <laughs> he said hobo. Oh, I thought he said hobo. I thought it's like, that's not very PC. Uh, originally, I said homo, but I didn't mean it. I, it just kind of came out that way. <laughs> Which is what homos say generally. Uh, uh, I oh. love gay people. I just don't love them loving me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I was just uh, the the show is actually pretty good. I was I was really it's done well. You know what I mean? It's not like a typical CW crap. You know, which I hey I love the CW for its crap. I mean it's it's mindless and it's fun to watch sometimes. But this is actually the the episodes uh, they 
just lend you to like it's a big movie production, you know. So it's actually pretty decent. I know they just released like the the Arrow. I mean, you would know more than I would do uh, the Arrow like free comic or whatever. You would know more than I would. You have it. I know. I didn't read it. I'm just. Saying, oh. I thought you would know. I thought uh, you would yeah, know. Yeah, I heard they were. I didn't know it was free. I heard they were putting out a comic version well, it, of it. it was, which it's like a free issue. It's. I don't know. It's bizarre to me that they have a comic series to go along with it because. I think I mean, it was, there's no there's no real correlation between comic series and their their adaptation. Well, I just think they were trying to get more people to watch the show. They just threw that out there. Well, it's also funny that it's a comic based on a show based on a comic, which which by the way, a <laughs> comic that is currently being published. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But it was just it was just really weird to because I didn't know there was so many similarities to the the Dark Knight thing. When and I'm watching, I'm going, my God, I'm watching the Dark Knight movies. Well, uh, the, the biggest difference is Ollie gets a lot more pussy. In the comics? Yeah. In general, I'm sure he will. I mean, it's the CW. Do you really think he's not going to be nailing everything with uh, yeah. two legs and possibly Four. one leg if she, she lost one in the war? I don't know. Four legs? <laughs> Might be a weird creature from us. I don't fucking know. Uh, I, heard this, the- I heard this series uh, is, uh, has a much higher death count than most CW series. Oh, my God. I think, I think I've seen the... Actually... The two episodes that I've seen, they were each about, well, the pilot was like, took forever. It was like a small movie anyway. And then the other episode, they're like 45 minutes to an hour episodes. Um, I think he probably killed 40 people in two episodes. God damn. I mean, it's destruction. There's explosions. There's people getting cut. I mean, it's bad. You know, it's pretty graphic. It's like a person every two minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> crazy. It's like he, he's, he bites toast. Somebody dies. You yeah, know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> That is the weirdest superpower I've ever heard of. But <laughs> you bite toast and someone bites it. <laughs> the toast. Like, goddamn, keep him away from bridge. It's the toastinator. <laughs> Get burnt. So yeah, I, I, I didn't watch the uh, or watch Arrow. I, I don't have anything against it, but I, I wasn't that big a fan of Smallville, and I don't know. I, I also think it's kind of weird that they had this character in Smallville. But instead of just like continuing that that character, because the, uh, the the guy that did it was pretty charismatic and good looking, and fans were familiar with him from being on that show uh, for like four years. So it seems yeah. to me, just give him his own spinoff and just think. But I guess they, they needed somebody who was t- still twenty two and looked sixteen. I don't know. It's the CW. That's how they like to roll. Oh really? I like the implication of uh, underage sex. You know. Oh, well, I didn't actually see. I've, I've watched the first season of Smallville. That was it. It, was I got, it got better. It was okay. I mean, I, I think it was a fantastic show. It, it got better than it got weird. But you know? when it got weird is when it got better. All right. Well, here's something. No, but I mean, it got really weird. All right. Like, off-topic weird. If you're going to make a show, a TV show out of comic books, is it better to go animated or is it better to go live action? I'd say animated. Uh, yeah. But I, I felt that way since I was a little kid. When I, when I found out, and it ended up being a good movie, but I found out they were doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. I remember I was like nine and I went, why? <laughs> what, what? Why? And then you never run into the problem like you just said of you know uh, the character will never age if you don't want him to. Yeah. And you could spin it any way you want. And but I think the reason that they they like live action is because they figure, you know, there's that stigma that if you watch cartoons and read comics, you're either a child or you're someone with the brain capacity of a child. Right. So if you make it live action, you get a wider audience, which in in reality does happen. You know, if they yeah. if the Avengers had been 
the animated Avengers cartoon, it wouldn't have made anything. Well, I mean, it would have made a small amount of money. It would have only, and it also probably only would have been released on DVD. You would never no, have they, they, I mean, well, when when it's done bad. right, I think it, it. I think a live action can be good. You know, when like, yeah. when it's done right, it it'll, it it really does. What I, I'm trying to say, it would appeal, I think, to a, a larger audience with the live action. Probably, and that's what they're about. They're all about making money. You know, like which, if they would if they would have did an animated series of The Walking Dead instead of the TV show, I don't think it would ever float. I don't think it would float. It would have been a lot harder to make it scary. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think many people would have watched it. Yeah, I can see a zombie show on Adult Swim being a big hit, but I don't. It wouldn't have been anywhere near the audience they've got. It no, a small it, fraction. And, it, and on, on a station, on a station like that, it would have been more campy than anything. Yeah, they'd have made fun of it. You know, kind of making silly jokes and bullshit. But like you know, that. the other thing is instead of like being stuck on a farm or in a prison for 20 episodes, they'd actually be able to do things. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they wouldn't have the same audience. And I don't think a lot. Like you said, you're right. I don't think a lot of people would have watched it if it would have been like that. Rum? Yes. Weird. What? Huh? Okay. Huh? Anything else, guys? No, no. That's that was my topic. I really, I really didn't have anything to, today at all. Like, I was just kind of. That's that, you know. That's okay, slacker. It's all right. Slacker. Really? Oh, you heard that through your little speaker. <laughs> Dick. I got Louie here. What did well, you do? What did that, you do? Technically, he brought himself. I, yeah, but I asked him. I needed directions, even though you know I've been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been knowing each other. Wait, we've been knowing each other for eleven years. Just because I'm fucked up his yeah, last name, but he didn't know where I was at. So you know, I don't want to hear that shit. Your name's Louis Alam uh, Alamino, and shut the fuck up. Well, you know, when you when you're playing Louis in a band in New Orleans, it's kind of a first name thing. It is. Don't help him. And it's and, you know, like I said, I didn't want to. Hey, if somebody knows your first name and you're not bra, you know, that's a step up. <laughs> Say bra. That's a bit of a, something I learned somewhere like one or two years into playing in bands, that if a guy comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, or hey, dude, it's good news. If it's hey, bra, it's bad. Mm-hmm. He's got to tell you, like, oh, the money's not right, or you got to go like, on second instead yep. of first. That's so true, man. It's like true. It's like, bro, man, I got bro, man, I got to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, or, hey, man, what's going on? You know, we got everything straight. No, no, it's hey, bro. Fuck. See, I would go the opposite way. I'd be really happy. I'd be like, dude, guess what? I'm not giving you your money. <laughs> That's awesome, right? Well, not for you, but it's pretty awesome for me because I get to keep your money. Uh, high five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The paying gigs of bands. They're, they make those? Yeah, yeah, they're tough. They're tough, man. They're far and few between. I love, no, but I love when people ask us, like, my boss, you know, he always asks me shit, because he, he's, he's trying to, uh, he's going to be a, uh, he's going to put a show together for a New Orleans-based kind of uh, magic show. Everything's going to be based off of different things in, in New Orleans. Is it going to pull things out of... Uh, magic. Marie Laveau's uh, vagina? No, <laughs> I was going to say, is he going to pull things out of a dog's ass while he's... No, 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 no. Mind free, mind free, veterinarian mind free. slash magician. Actually, actually, he did do veterinarian shows before. He actually made tricks with like X-ray so, and stuff. Like oh, that. I thought I thought he did them for the animals. I was like, well, what did they think of it? They went. He always asked me stuff like, like you when, know, the, when the dogs lick their balls, is that how you know you're doing a good job? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he always would ask, you know, how'd y'all do? And a good show for a three band set, you know, would be a hundred bucks a piece, you know, each band. When I tell him that, he goes, that's it? 
I'm like, what do you mean? That's it. That's good for a band, you know, in New Orleans, playing in bars. Mm-hmm. I guess he was. He, he expect uh, people expect that when you're in a band, you get paid a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. The guys at the you can barely get half the people to pay for one thing when they walk in the door. Half of them know the door guy, so they're gonna. Be, he's like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go I ahead. Gotta, I gotta say, we did a little bit better in bands. I mean, the ones I was in, the areas I was in. Excuse me. I mean, you get cut off the door and like three hundred bucks or a five hundred dollar flat rate. Yeah, we we don't do that here. You make the door. Uh-huh. And the three bands have to split the door. Every once in a while, you may have a bar or something that'll give you a tab. Oh, yeah. I love the bar tokens me. or whatever. Like, they'll, they'll give you beer or some shit. And I don't drink beer, so... And there's a lot of bars that for a while were notorious for saying you got a tab but not telling you there's a limit and then wanting to take you go over out of your door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're like, all right, yeah. So you, we gave you a hundred dollar tab. You drank seven hundred dollars. You need to pay the rest. Yeah, it's like the Blues Brothers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Rom, uh, do you remember last week? Uh, I think we talked about it off the air. We're talking about a uh, no, no. We talked about it on the air. Uh, Mitt Romney and the PBS thing. Yes. I don't know if you heard, but there was uh, uh, several reactions to it by PBS and other people. And okay. uh, one of them is something that if it was just something that people did randomly as a joke, I would think is hilarious and actually go to participate wherever it was. But uh, the response has been that uh, I don't know if it's PBS doing it or if just people started this up. They're doing the Million Muppet March <laughs> to protest the oh, re- remote possibility that if Mitt Romney gets elected, which is 50-50, uh, that he ends up taking PBS off the air. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll ever take it off the air. The but million, I mean, dude, that's well, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, that he'll, he'll cut funding. To, yeah. To, yeah. Well, can you imagine all those people walking with their hands up puppets' asses trying to walk around with these or, things? No, I, I picture them dressed like their favorite Muppet character. Oh, that's a good one, too. That would be really funny. Like five guys dressed oh, like really, Muppet really, Fucked up and creepy. <laughs> that would surely end with a lot of rape. <laughs> <laughs> Little Sally never looked at Big Bird the same way again. Yeah. I don't that know, man. That's just, that's weird. Story. I mean, I, I know two people we do not want to tell that. Amy and Monica. Because they will participate in the Million Muppet March just to yeah, do it. Probably. But I, would, I wouldn't, yeah, no. Wow. Dressing up like Muppets. Fuck that shit. That's weird. Just, you, you guys do that on a Tuesday. What are you talking about? Shut up. I think it, it would be pretty awesome, like I said, if, if this was just something that people were just like, let's just do a million Muppet March. Be, yeah. But the fact that this is intended to be some kind of actual protest just is silly and way too, like, self-indulgent to me. People just look for some reason to do something. And this was a good reason to do something. Do something they want to do, but claim they're doing something good in the process. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) They all want to just run around with the damn puppets on their arms. That's what the whole thing is. I do, too. At least least that's something active. You know what I never understood were sit-ins. What the? What's the most boring freaking thing to do? Protest. I want to go somewhere and sit. Ah! It... it, it, (laughs) Uh, holds down the likelihood of you being beaten uh, with a baton by a cop. So, I don't know, man. I think you're an easier target. You're sitting on the ground. You got they got a downward stroke. Boom, boom. <laughs> I got a downward stroke for you. What was your question? So uh, Disney bought out uh, uh, Jim Henson 
years ago. Yeah. So right. technically, Muppet's not a generic term. Muppet's a trademark. So can you have a million Muppet March without Disney's permission? It, maybe it's technically a million Puppet March, but... Uh, and my question is, I, I've never found out the legalities of this. I don't know if Disney bought Jim Henson Company or if they bought the Muppets because they don't ever do anything with Sesame Street. And Sesame Street has their own Sesame Street workshop. Yeah, that's interesting. So I don't, and I don't think like Disney owns Farscape, for instance, that was right, produced that was by him. Henson. So maybe yeah, they just bought the Muppets. So yeah, I would or say they definitely to. don't own Sesame Street, but are, are the, maybe they just bought the rights to the Muppet Show. Yeah, no, what, no, because they they produced the movie and everything. Well, yeah, but it's still the characters from the Muppet Show. The Muppet but Show. I'm saying, yeah. Well, the Muppets are like Lewis was saying, a specific brand. Right. Right. Like, well, like Sesame yeah. Street aren't Muppets. No, and they're these actual are puppets. Like back, I forget what they're called, but the background Muppets, the ones that don't have names, are a specific brand as well. Like you can you can actually get one made of you. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's money. That's cool. I'm going to do that. But uh, but yes, I, I've I've never been clear on the legalities of that. Uh, so I mean, I, I'm assuming. And but here's the thing: if 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 PBS did it, yeah, there'd probably be a lawsuit. But if a group of people said we're going to protest, because I don't think PBS would do that, honestly. I, th- I think PBS takes themselves too seriously. You know, like, can you see Charlie's Rose out there with his hand up Kermit's ass? Like, yeah. <laughs> You know what else? I can't. I can't see it being a good move for Disney to tell PBS they can't do what do what they want to do anyway. Yeah. Especially, uh, you know, people are already uh, very sensitive to the issue right now. I, I I don't know what PBS is worried about, quite honestly, because I I turned on PBS here. You know, just I was just flipping through channels and boom, it, there it was. And they always run those those specials with DVDs. And we're going to sh- go back to the show in just a moment, but first we want to talk about the. The, you know how they do that? They hawk all the merchandise, and you right. pledge so much money, and you get a, you know tickets well, see, and shit. I'm okay with it. My, my thing is, is we, we talked about this a little last week. Yeah, I don't think PBS has that much to offer anymore. No, uh, Mister. I know. I know. Rome hates Mister Rogers. Yes, uh, bastard. Glad that's that that fucker's dead. Yes, uh, he shouldn't have threw that candy at you. <laughs> meow, meow, bastard, meow. <laughs> throwing them whippersnappers at you. Uh... And but Mr. Mr. Rogers is dead. Bob Ross is dead. Captain Kangaroo was on there at one time too. I yeah, I, I mean everything from my childhood, with the exception of Sesame Street, is gone. I don't know that many people that actually watch Charlie Rose. And the only other things that I know I that are on there, Charlie Rose is. He's just this like like liberal part. like host. Guys, he interviews yeah. smart people and stuff like that, or just people, I guess. Hey, is uh, is what's his name from uh, the uh, the theater dude? Um, um, Lipton. Yeah. No, that's on on Bravo. he's not on PBS. He's on Bravo. Oh, because he's but, cool. Uh, I like him. He's a freak. Uh, Would well, you ever watch him, dude? <laughs> the uh, but the only things that I know that are on there are Charlie Rose, Sesame Street, and then. You can watch uh, a couple of BBC shows like Doctor Who and Sherlock, but uh, I mean, look, if if you don't have cable, I seriously doubt you're that worried about watching those things, right? You know, and I mean, what would we do without seeing the Celtic women and the 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 river dance and all that other shit? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then I guess the question, too, is, like, cutback is a really broad term. Does that mean, like, you can only have three executive producers instead of ten? I mean, if that's the case, who cares? But if they're cutting a show's necessary budget, that's a completely different end. Well, of- where so, I was uh, going uh, with it uh, was they raised. They said, we, we reached our mark of $300,000. Thank you so much for donating, but please, and after the show, keep those calls coming. I'm like, 
in one hour, they raised $300,000. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. My thing is, like I said, there's not much on there. If, if you put in on shit that I want to watch, I, again, I don't know what channel PBS is on anymore. When I was a kid, it was Channel 12, but we only right. had four or five channels when I was a kid. Yeah, we had... And you know what show... Channel. You know what channel I miss? UHF. That, that actually wasn't a channel. It was wasn't a, that, that was a Weird Al that was, big movie? No, it was a TV... Like, uh, it used to be UHF and... VHF? VHF was the other one. Was, that's the settings on your TV where you caught different channels. Yeah, but we called them UHF, and it was... It would have... You turn it to UHF, and it had some of the coolest... Pro- and it had, like, always... It always had Planet of the Apes, Wild well, Wild yeah, West. It was... It was but, UHF Masterpiece Theater wasn't a channel though. That's what I'm saying. It was just a well, technically, if two was a channel and I turned it to UHF, boom, it's on the channel dial. Then it was channel two on UHF. Bam. No, 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 no. You turned it to UHF. I only had one knob on the TV beside a volume. It was <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you couldn't turn it to UHF channel two. Okay. Whatever you say, but it was just a, it was a band. It wasn't it wasn't oh, an actual so, channel. Okay, it was a band. Not, it was, not right, music. I'm, I'm going to go downstairs and, and turn my television to the correct band so I can watch the TV. That's what it was, dude. I'm telling you. I feel like okay. Daddy just slapped mommy over the. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm only the one who went to school for video and play. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm the band. Yeah, then why don't you know it? <laughs> I do know it, dude. <laughs> Fight! Uh, anyway, you can uh, even watch the Weird Al Yankovic movie via a UHF, and it'll tell you that they were UHF oh, channel you thirty-two. Information from that freaking movie, ladies. Seriously. Ladies, uh, do you feel like the kid on the stairs on the uh, <laughs> uh, dinner at a commercial, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker? All right, no, it doesn't doesn't matter. But th- that's the stuff I miss. It's like you know, I agree with a better set of stations. Yeah, I, I miss that band. It's go. a good band. They had yeah. some great hits. Yeah, we yeah. certainly got. Are you the honored? You're, you're the first guest that we've had that we've actually made uncomfortable. I say, <laughs> yeah, I, say, I, say, I say we. I'm sorry. I meant they. Oh, fuck you. Quick, poke him with something. <laughs> That's not going to help him. Not with that. <laughs> <coughs> um, insert zipping noise. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You definitely, definitely got a point there. That you know we've got a ton more channels, but to say that there's better stuff on, there's better, there are yeah. more shows that are of the same quality or better. There definitely aren't. Right, right. That's all I'm trying to say, Louis. And, and as you're fighting with me, <laughs> oh, there's a, all right, ladies. There's a few studies. Uh, there's one of oh, man. I wish I remember who did it, but um, basically, it's very easy to study people and ask questions. And as technology it's more and more uh, advanced that uh, people are in general are in general getting they're becoming more unhappy and uh, you know a lot of it's easy to see it's like you're on Facebook and you're sort of talking to people but you're pseudo communicating with somebody instead of hanging out. and then you know go home and watch a reality show and you're watching people hang out instead of hanging out and right. that makes you sad we're not designed to be that way but right right I guess it just depends miserable. on how you do that I mean when I watch those people hang out I'm masturbating <laughs> so you're always happy right it's and when he's on Facebook, he's one-handed typing. He's the fastest left-handed no, no, no. typer ever. No, no, I'm double, I'm double fisting, and I, I learned how to type with my feet. <laughs> oh, okay, I was double tracking. The awkward part is getting your feet on the keyboard while you're double fisting. Oh, it must be uncomfortable. Uh, one of those crazy lazy boys. I'm just kidding. That exhausts us. You know what? And, and now that I'm much, that I'm much fatter. Double fisting is barely possible. <laughs> it's like thirty seconds of that, and you're just like, holy shit, I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> You're, You're just going to leave, aren't you? 
Fuck you guys, I'm out of here. It would be funny if somebody drew a chart of the way the conversation went from one topic to another. I'd be interested to follow the, the logic that well, would be we, cool. This you should, yeah, because I mean, if you listen to most cat, the most podcasts, they all do the would same it thing. Be a, should, uh, you know, it's good. Would it be a pie chart? Oh, yeah, there you go. Let's just sum up these last couple minutes. TV stations, UHF, UHF a band, UHF. possibly. Yeah. Um, you don't know Adam, what you're talking about. Adam, double fisting, churning butter. Yes. Moving on. Very uncomfortable, a little bit fatter. Here we go. I haven't tried churning. Is that where you, do you twist your hands? You gotta, yeah, there's a, there's I, a I, twist. Don't, I, I think you'd have twist to be one-handed. Click. Oh! No, I'm not that big. <laughs> no, I don't think that would work. Uh, also, that looks pain. The imagery. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't need a rash on my cock. <laughs> no. You don't know what you're missing. I mean, you know, if I'm not getting laid, really? it's not an STD. Wait, it's really wait. worth it. He, he, doesn't, he just said he doesn't need a rash on his cock, and you just screamed out, Man, you don't know what you're missing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. To be yeah, fair, man. I do not know what I'm missing. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, oh so, yeah, million Muppet March. Very <laughs> oh, Muppets. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. I think that's fucking stupid. So in protest, do we burn Muppets? Like they would burn flags? We can Nobody just burn a Muppet. Muppet. Nobody burns. Now you should burn mitts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you burn mitts. Right? That's sort of a, a dude. A, don't a, say a, things a like that on the air. Some moron. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. moron's gonna go with that and like yeah, yeah, see what's burning leather. Fires yeah. and, and I say that stores the, the wrong series of words. Where, you know, it'll, it'll trigger a sensor. And, it's like, ah! what's going on with this podcast over here? In fact, my uh, my uh, quit being a pussy. Uh, one of them involves uh, mitts. Mitts. Nice. Or really just mitt. But well, um, get on it, uh, Lewis. This this is a special segment in which I tell people to quit being a pussy about a particular subject. <laughs> and uh, and now Adam segment. Stop being a pussy. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a. Don't stop being a pussy. Quit being a pussy. Quit being a pussy. Do it again, Ron. Ready? And now, Adam talking about people being pussies. Take it away, Adam. Seriously, you fucked it up again. (laughs) I did because I couldn't remember it, dude. Okay. Uh, Pussies. So there's a a video that some of you may have caught on the uh, internet maybe not i don't know how viral it is i don't really know what viral is aside from that infection that i've got out of my nose anyway (laughs) so uh there is a video uh taken from someone's camera phone of an elderly black gentleman uh think driving miss daisy but older he's a bus driver he's a bus driver man and uh, he's on a bus that I will suggest is probably an inner city bus, like south of Caucasia Town, maybe. Uh, and this elderly black gentleman is being accosted as he drives the bus by a uh, much younger uh, black lady. And she's got people behind her kind of cheering her on as she proceeds to be rather belligerent with this gentleman. Uh, she calls him multiple times. We'll use the word Negro because we don't really need some moron accusing us of hate speech. Uh, says she's going to whip his ass. Says, uh, you can bring your granddaughter out. Well, whatever. She, uh, so, so she's rather belligerent with him. And at some point in the video, she gets very close to his face. And I'm assuming she slaps him, but we can't tell. At which point she uh, then backs up and does her hoots and hollers, you know, showing how 
how alpha female she is. And the elderly black gentleman then stands up and straight up uppercuts her into the wall of the bus. Uh, and when I say he uppercut her, he came at this bitch like Ken from fucking Street Fighter 2. In the, I swear I heard him go, Testiconderoga! And it was fucking awesome. He then starts to choke her and yank at her weave. Now, we here at M-Hog do not approve of beating women in general. That's right. Is this my fucking... <laughs> Don't don't interrupt me during quit being a pussy, Rump. Don't interrupt me. Anyway, so we we don't we don't approve of beating women. That said, I just about came when he punched that bitch in the face. And here's why. I think the guy went too far. I don't think he should have beat her. And he probably shouldn't have choked her. Admittedly, yanking on the weave, totally for that. However, we've reached a point of stupidity in this country where we're not allowed to say what's real and what we think. You should absolutely tell your young boys, do not hit women under any circumstances. However, you should also go to young, uh, not random young girls, but your daughter or your niece or what have you, and say, you know what? Maybe not get in a dude's face and slap him like it, and nothing's going to happen. Maybe take a little bit of responsibility for yourself and your actions. Because it seems to me that... Let's say Wayne's a chick. So Wayne's a really? chick. Really? Hey, don't interrupt her and quit being a pussy. <laughs> Wayne's a chick, and he goes to the zoo, and then walks into a bear cage. And he slaps the bear. And then the bear eats his fucking arm. Are you going to say, what a horrible bear? No, you're going to say, look, you stupid cunt. You bitch slapped the bear, and it fucking ate you. Or your arm, whatever. Fact is that, like, for instance, we have in our group, uh, in M-Hog, uh, a gentleman named Rusty. Rusty is built like a Mack truck. If a fight were to occur, could I whip his ass? Hmm, maybe. I don't know. But you know what? I'm not going to go provoke him. Because I figure if I slap his wife on the tits and tell her to give me a Chicago cock hugger... <laughs> <laughs> go down. There is such a thing as be, having common sense and a sense of responsibility and maybe teaching your kids that. doesn't matter if they're male or female. If you choke out a bitch, you're probably going to go to jail. If you hit a dude who's, say, got 200 pounds on you, he's going to cut your ass. <laughs> so let's say we all quit being pussies and learn how to run our lives, and find a little bit of responsibility. How about that shit, fellas? And that was Adam with Quit Being a Pussy. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. I mean, mean, if somebody was going to... I'm sorry, I'm still on the... the Dog hugger, whatever the fuck you were talking about. The Chicago... But no, really, I agree. I mean, it, she was she was out of line. I watched the video. She was completely out of line. She shouldn't have been fucking screaming at the dude for it, whatever the hell it was. Right. The was now, he, he may have provoked it at some point, but, but still, she was... he was driving the bus. He was right. the bus driver. Mm-hmm. You know what probably happened was he either didn't... He missed her stop, or she wasn't paying attention. And he wasn't going to turn around. 
or something stupid like that. You know what I mean? It's on a bus. I mean, what the fuck the bus driver going to do that's going to provoke the chick in the back? Well, honestly, than, honestly, well she was standing she, right next to him yeah, the whole time. She yeah, was, I just think she was just an obnoxious asshole and needed to be beat. That's all there was to it. There's a lot of people like that. I wish more people would get a good ass whooping. Yeah, Louie. Yeah, Louie. <laughs> I love that we're going to actually ask him to weigh in on this. Well, yeah, we not, yeah, he's here. He might as well. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you never want to see uh, anybody get hit, but you especially don't want to see a man hitting a woman. But, I mean, you can't right. deny that she wasn't poking him and poking at him and poking at right. him until, until he blew up on her. And I don't know what the psychology is, if there is none, and I'm just angry and I'm going to keep. But, I mean, first thing, you don't want to irritate the guy driving the bus because, <laughs> A, he, you know, he get a wreck and kill you or kill somebody, uh, some other innocent person. Yeah. But uh, that's true. He he his response was over the line. But he could have been thinking, "I'm old as fuck. I'll run this bus right off this motherfucker. But, I, mean, I ain't got long I left to live my in life. the first place." But male male or female, something too. I mean, if you're in your twenties and you're physically pro- poking at her, I don't. I, mean, I didn't see the yeah. video, so I don't know what happened. But I mean, if she slapped him or she was poking at him or calling those names, I mean, that's pretty despicable. It was it, it was is. terrible. I mean. Actually, I'll, I'll post it on the MHOG page. That way you can go look at it if you want. It, it's pretty it's pretty fucked up. I mean, the, the girl's all up in his face. And he, like Adam said, he, she probably did hit him. You can't really tell because it was on a camera phone. So, I mean, he got up out of his seat, man, and he goes, you know well, what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Boop. I mean, he knocked her ass over the damn I think ass. I forgot to mention, in between beating the shit out of her and choking her, people were screaming, that's a female, you don't do that, and she yeah. was crying like a bitch. And, uh, but beforehand, they were cheering her along to provoke the man. I don't think they were that. I was paying too much attention to her because she was loud. Yeah. But uh, it, it, after he hit her and they were yelling that, oh, you don't hit a girl, he said, you're going to act like a man. I'm going to treat you like a man. And I clapped. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. I mean, hey, I, I got, I got to say though. I mean, if if a woman randomly walks up to a guy on the street, and I mean, there's just as many bad women as there are bad dudes. You know what I mean? Some guys are, some guys are just hoods. They want to fuck you up. They're gonna run by you. Gonna club you with a like a, a pipe or something. This woman come over and hit me with a pipe. I'm picking that pipe up, beat her with it. Perhaps I'm not. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna hit her because she's a girl. Bitch, hit me with a pipe for no reason. Yeah, I'm gonna hit, hit her back. I'm gonna yeah. hit her with a pipe. Yeah, I carry a pipe just for that reason. <laughs> And <laughs> no, no, that's that's a crack pipe. That, oh, uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the reason to stay away from the rum guy. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, besides, you know, other things. Well, anyway, um, go. Cool. It's cool. <laughs> all right. Well, we'd like to thank Bluey for coming thank on the show and doing all this. One more time. What's the name of the books? But, uh, first book's a horror book. It's called uh, Cold Streak. Uh, second book's Time Travel. It's Faces in Time. Uh, my next two books are vampire books. It's the anti-vampire tale, which is the first book, and the second book is called Bloodlines. Awesome. So get them all on Amazon, or I'll Every post up a bunch of shit that y'all can get them from. Go buy all of his Go stuff. Go these books. Call Dirty to him on MySpace because he likes <laughs> it. Uh, he's also going to do you doing the, the video yeah, there'll be uh, videos of me reading the vampire book uh, coming out soon. They'll be on my website, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, there's also free previews of all my books on my website. So, very uh, cool. Appreciate very you coming on, dude. Uh, again, I'm Wayne. Uh, I guess I'm Adam today. Yeah, you're Adam today. And I'm Rum. And remember, children, to keep it metal. Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Don't give up. Don't